0: Wires is a wireless power podcast created to spark conversation, share stories, and educate the public on the future of wireless charging. Each podcast episode explores one key question in or adjacent to the wireless power space. Guests include wireless power industry experts, engineers, product designers, and technology leaders engaging in casual chats on compelling subjects. Our World Without Wires takes a lighthearted tone that is accessible to everyone even while addressing highly technical topics. Join us and learn how you can live in an unwired world welcome to our world without wires today we're going to answer the question how does wireless power enable the rise of the machines our world is full of an escalating number of internet connected devices in fact they will soon outnumber humans five to one the reality is that humans are not the number one thing connected to the internet anymore For many years, our technology has been designed and deployed with human use in mind, but times have changed, and now billions of devices and sensors need to function autonomously, wirelessly, and free of required human maintenance and intervention. Wireless power systems are crucial in powering IT, IoT devices, electronic shelf labels, and RF tags, among many other things. Join Dr. Sanjay Gupta and Caesar Johnston, CEO of Energis, as they explore the ways wireless power is powering the rise of the machines.
1: Welcome to our world without wires, Caesar. Before we start talking about the topic of taking our machines uh, taking over the world, I would love to start. With a little bit of an introduction into Energis and how you got interested in wireless power, and now you are the CEO, uh, talk to talk to us a little bit.
2: Sure. Uh, thank you, Sanjay, and thank you for the invitation. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it's been a process. It, it's it's an, I would call it a personal evolution. Uh, I'm an, engin- an, an engineer by heart. I'm a hardcore engineer. I've always been in engineering from day one. Uh, work very early on in research, fundamental research in the Bell system, then moved into systems with companies like NEC and so on. And I moved to the Valley, Silicon Valley, uh, over 20 years ago and got into production. And I was mainly focused on wireless communications. So wireless has always been a passion of mine and something that I love to do. And as I went through my career in wireless, specifically Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and similar technologies, uh, as you move up in engineering and you become part of the management team, you get to a point where you have to actually talk to customers and talking to customers is not straightforward. And that's when you learn that being an engineer, a hardware engineer is no longer needed. Then you have to become a businessman. So that first exposure of becoming a manager and being able in front of customers kind of transformed uh, the way I, I was thinking about engineering and i kind of like talking to people and talk about the technology and to find a way to now instead of being a what i call a bottom-up engineer became a top-down engineer where you go and tell the vision the story and just things happen over time when you just get more and more responsibilities and as you grow in your career at energies I joined seven years ago and I wanted to do continue to do wireless and wireless power is one of those technologies that have never really evolved for a long time. And I thought that maybe uh, Energous could be the company that could make a big mark on that. And in fact, we have done that and we are the leaders. And now wireless power is going to be deployed out there. And as we do that, uh, effectively, my responsibilities grew across the company and not just talking to customers, but also coordinating inside the company became the, CEO of the company. And eventually that led me to the CEO position where I am now.
1: Well, congratulations on the new position, Caesar. Uh, yeah. And, and by the way, I love the passion, right? You know, you've been in wireless all along and uh, I look at it and say, yeah, power is, the power cards are still the last things we have, you know, left the last wire in our lives still. And, and how do we get rid of it? Uh, so talking about top-down, I would love to hear how do you motivate? What's the vision that you have for wireless power? What do you tell customers you can make possible? for them?
2: I, I think you touched on it. Uh, You're you correct. I mean, that is the last wire that we have not been able to remove. We, we, we remove uh, the, the, the cord maybe over time, and it took us a long time to remove it. I mean, it's not the past 20 years. It's been more than 20 years. It's been a constant evolution, right? Because the world is started as a wire world. Because devices were heavy, devices were not to be carried on, 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 your, uh, on your hand like phones, right? But as devices got smaller, communications needed mobility. Uh, the reality is that all those devices now, as they get bigger or, or even if they, they get smaller, they also need batteries. And batteries have percolated all over our lives from day one, but the time has come to remove that last wire. And that, that, that wire is there because of the batteries, in a way. Mm-hmm. So we have to handle the batteries. We have to remove the wire, and what we're seeing is not just the removal of the wire, but but eventually the removal of the batteries. Now there could be some batteries left, but just think about removing batteries and removing w- wires. I believe is really the goal here.
1: Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, so Caesar, are you in a way hinting that we can deliver power to? all of these devices that are all around us, by the way, continuously so that they don't even need batteries in them to operate and continue to do your function. We kind of take it batteries and electronics kind of for granted, they go together today.
2: That, 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 that's correct from, from a technology point of view. And this is just a pure technology, no certification, even no, no, no market vision for now, just technology point of view, let's be a, let's be a researcher. Yeah, it is possible. I mean, there are plenty of experiments out there. The U.S. government has done, I mean, transmission at one kilometer, and I hear 1.6 kilowatts lately. Now, wow. I really wow. don't want to be in the middle of that, and I don't want birds to go <laughs> through that. But reality is, it is possible. Here at Energes, we proved that you can charge a phone at 15 feet at, uh, at sustained one watt multiple years ago, many, many years ago. So, 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 from a technology point of view, yes, definitely. You can remove it and, and, and it's happening to a certain extent. Now the challenge is always how much power you can send and what is really legally allowed to do. And that's where the intersection of the market comes in, in place. Cause the, the, the level of power that you, that we are restricted to today, it limits you to certain markets. And that's when IOT comes into the picture for us.
1: I see, I see. So, so uh, Cesar, what are the applications that are the kind of the focus for Energis? But if I'm a consumer, where, where can I expect to see some of your technology first? What use cases? So uh,
2: as a company, uh, distance is important. Again, mm-hmm. wireless. And, and again, when we say wireless, wireless at a distance, not wireless next to each other, which sometimes wireless, it's kind of, uh, confuses people. Because when we yeah. talk about phones today, we talk about wireless charging, but it's wireless on t- devices, transmitters on top of receivers. What we want yeah. is uh, w- wireless at a distance, right? So so what we're looking at is we're looking at developing devices that allows you to to be mobile. And some of the technologies that we are focusing here at Energies deal with uh, being able to have the technology to support them have the certification to support that. So recently, uh, we now have certification for up to one watt conducted power in the US, Europe, China of all, uh, and and India, as well as Canada. So we're just gonna, and we'll continue to do that. And what you're effectively doing there is with one watt, what you can support as low, low power IoT devices. So examples of that are RF tags, being able to okay. do asset tracking, uh, being able to uh, follow devices across a, a retail floor or an industrial floor. Uh, we're looking at, uh, particularly here at, at Energys again, it's electronic shelf labels, being able mm-hmm. to update electronic shelf labels in retails, uh, retail areas, and, and anywhere where a display is needed. We're looking at sensors, uh, sensors that can be of two types. Like I call them primitive sensors that give you information about temperature or lighting levels or humidity. And there are other smarter sensors that uh, are also beginning to show up there that deal with being able to recognize audio and video patterns for sensing purposes. Uh, For instance, uh, audio is needed for glasses to detect that, let's say, for security purposes, a glass is cracked or broken, and the audio will recognize and sense and send information that someone is trying to get into your house or so, mm-hmm. or you'll have video sensing where you'll be able to see who's coming in into an area in the office or into your home and into industrial. So, so that is already happening today. And those levels and, and that level of complexity and power requirement we can support today with energy technology.
1: Wow, wow, wow. So you went through a lot there, Caesar. right? If I can just like maybe revisit some of them slowly so that our audience can digest all of the cool stuff that you mentioned right you know asset tracking is everywhere right every everything needs to get tracked our logistics networks depends on ability to track everything and we have electronics to track them. and what you're telling me is now we can build those things with no batteries in that potential
2: Yeah, so what I'm trying to say there, uh, let's take that as an example. Uh Uh, We're not claiming that we have invented this. I mean, in fact, there are early generation technologies such as RFID that Uh use the idea of of being power over the air and then being able to take data. But I think what we are enabling now is is much heavy processing at the edge. Right. Okay, so next generation uh, asset tracking where you can now effectively get more information about the devices and the elements that you're tracking and eventually being able to take the data into the cloud and monetize that data and not just monetize the data, but use that data to make our, our lives easier, be, be able to detect where things are, be able to the whether things have left the, the building or not, being able to do a number of asset tracking things that today are very limited with current generation of devices.
1: Understood, understood. The other one that I think is like, super, super awesome is uh, these retail shelf tags that you kind of briefly mentioned.
2: So you're touching on something that's interesting here. If you look at RF tags and you look at ESL, electronic shelf labels, what you're looking at is you're looking at hundreds, if not thousands or more of them in in heavy concentration in, in given areas. And today, I mean, you have your phone, you have other devices that we control, and yeah, they, they, they are all over the place, but now you're multiplying that by a tremendous factor. So today, if you go to Best Buy, as an example, you will see that, let's say in a, you know, one square a foot of, of area, you'll probably find over, let me just guess there, 40, 50 displays, right? Because there's so many products there and, and each one of those has a battery and each one of those, of course, are, are already connected to the, to the, to the cloud. So, so it's massive. I mean, it's just happening in front of us without it being coordinated. So what we have is we have a deployment in our our view of IOT devices that is uncoordinated, but it's going to be, it's going to hit us hard if we don't do something about that before it happens.
1: Yeah. 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 So uh, to me, I'll tell you, I think what you're doing is something quite significant, right? Because the with these retail shelf tags now that are digital, as opposed to the paper stickers that I see in my store today, and if they are connected, you can now have these brick and mortar retail stores start competing with online. Right? You know, you can offer coupons, you can change the pricing on a dynamic basis. Uh, Caesar, you're enabling something that it goes like it's going to have a ripple effect on definitely on everything.
2: Definitely. I mean, imagine being at the store, getting close to the tags and they recognize who you are and they adjust the pricing based on who you are. You get the discount on the spot. Not only that, they know that you're in the store and they start telling you about other stuff that you might be interested on. And as you move to the store and let's say, it's a retail area, you're buying clothing, they'll start telling you what you like and maybe you have a choice to try that. And as you take that to, the fitting room, they'll know what you have. And if they want, they want you to try something else, they'll basically let you know, or if something is missing, they'll go get it from the warehouse on, on the fly. So we, we are accelerating the world. We, we are, it's going to be completely different and it's kind of scary because some, some of us are self-sufficient and we like to go and get our stuff and walk. <laughs> yeah. But the world is getting to a point where it, it's so convenient that uh, we're, we're coming late. we well, lazy and lazy in my view, but, uh, that's for you and I to say. I think the new generations will not look at it that way because they'll be accustomed to that from the day they're born.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, what you're doing is right. Bringing what people take for granted in the online world and giving the power of that analytics in a brick-and-mortar physical store that has never been possible to. That,
2: that's correct. And if you want to coin a phrase, you can call it distributed. Uh, I guess, uh, distributed access, distributed internet access. You can come up with some new name because you're correct. I mean, we have, we're taking the power of the of the web and just basically distributing all over the place now.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, and by the way, you know, maybe I want to go back to the asset tracking just for a second. Maybe I'm a little bit slow, but it just registered to me, right? You know, I own a couple of AirTags. I used to have the tiles, sensors, and so on. The biggest challenge for me is once they run out of battery, I'm lazy, I don't change them. And then they kind of sit there doing nothing for me.
2: Right? That, that, that's correct. Uh, so the, the tile is the first example, I would say, of a tracking device. Uh-huh. And I think they did very well. I don't think it, it percolated as much as they wanted. And certainly the, the Apple solution is just a follow-up to that, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. and it probably adds some more value. I'm not really uh, a user of that, but what I can tell you is that the tags that we have today with our current partner uh, can effectively do similar functionality from a tracking point of view without batteries. Right. So now, and one example that I like personally is I have a lot of leftovers in my garage, my old books from school, my old uh, collection of this, this, and that, right? And I, I never remember where things are because they've been there for years. So imagine now putting one of these, these labels in everything that you have and eventually being able to know what you have and being able to track it without batteries. So that's the yeah. what, because Again, you store things for years. We don't store things for for weeks. And and when I say years, I don't mean three years, which is what batteries typically last. I mean, I think some right. of my boxes have been there for like 15, 20 years and I don't remember what they, what they, what's in there. And I'm, and I do want to know, and I don't have the time to open them up. So there you go. I mean, Yes. Yeah,
1: so you're telling me, right. These electronics are going to last. That's right. As long as the electronics can last, which could, which we all know they will last decades. If there,
2: As long as transmitters there, you'll be able to track.
1: Yeah. Wow. That, that is just amazing. Right. And and actually that explains to me why Energis has become so focused on this market. Right. You know, we all hear about how these connected IOT devices are everywhere. And now, uh, you know, all these forecasts are never correct, but I'm hearing about now they outnumber human connected devices by five is to one. And we all know there are more connected devices that humans use. Everybody has more than one connected device today already. Uh, so this is uh, this is a huge market.
2: That, that's correct, Sanjay. There's now more evidence of what this market looks like. Certainly there's a lot of people out there that claim trillions, and I'm sure it's gonna be trillions over time. But sure. I, I'd rather quote uh, things that are much more accurate. Uh, there's IDC, which is a well-respected market research Company out there, and we're talking about according to them, uh, IoT devices going from twelve billion today to about forty billion by twenty twenty-five. We're talking about a growth of about uh, three and a half times in less than three years. Now you proje- you project that uh, certainly yeah. once you're at forty billion, if you believe in a three and a half over a period of three years, just project it to twenty thirty. Multiply that number by three. You're talking about now $120 or so. And so it's it's massive. This 5 to 1 is nothing. 5 to 1 was just the beginning. Now, here's the problem that you have once you have 5 to 1 or more than that. Now we're going to start obliterating all our communication devices because they have not been built to handle hundreds or thousands of devices at once. So access points and, and 5G cellular devices will just start choking which actually adds to the problem of improving not just the power delivery but also the communication
1: system yeah but i guess all of these iot devices and so on will all be energized inside i guess that's really what what you're dreaming and what you're pushing i that's guess kind that's of going a full circle
2: we are the company that will depl- remove all those wires and batteries and will deploy RF wireless power networks which effectively it will energize uh, your home, your office, and your industrial size and so on. Yes,
1: that that's pretty amazing. Uh, let me ask you one question, right? You know, every everything has a downside, right? Everything comes with a cost. What what is you about what Energis is unleashing on this world? Which now that we all have an idea about what it can do, what concerns you? What what worries what you as a CEO? What genie you imagine you have kind of gotten out of the bottle here
2: you have to be careful with that question because i can answer you as a ceo and bottom line (laughs) is that we want to make a lot of revenue for our shareholders that means that we want to sell as many systems and chips to anybody that wants and we want that market but i would prefer to answer to you as a person because Mm -hmm. i I, I do see two potential things going on here that are interesting. Uh, one of them is definitely what you were saying. We're going to go and increase the number of IoT devices, which, which basically effectively is connecting people with everything around us. So we're not happy just by having a phone now and looking at our home or, or seeing what's going on there or, or tracking our little devices. Now we want more control over the world. So now we're talking about video sensing. I wanna know where people are, what they're doing and, and so on. So so we are uh, freaks of, of control, I guess, and that's okay. I mean, some of us will do that and 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 effectively we're connecting the world. You were just putting sensors out there, tags out there, displays out there, which by the way, we can control from anywhere, anytime. And that was always the dream and, and with no wires in this case, finally. But there's another side that kind of worries me uh, You and I come from the early generation of uh, the early gaming devices where we probably spent some time playing in the early days with pinball machines and we went to maybe play with Atari and and Nintendo and so on. But if you look at our kids, uh, they've been spending tremendous amounts of time with games and these games are much more complex than the ones that you and I probably played in the early days, even though the hours were fun also. And what I'm afraid of is that what I see is the kids really... Uh, removing themselves from reality. And now with with AV and VR and us now providing enough power to be able to just be mobile and, and moving around and being able to just provide enough energy to be able to power those devices, I'm afraid that people are going to be even more disconnected than before. And they're going to start figuring out some alternate world that is not really true. And that that part of it worries me. That we're basically, we're uniting the world, but at the same time, we're disconnecting the world
1: and people. That's an interesting thought. Interesting thought, Caesar, right? Yeah, of course. I, and, you know, I somehow believe in, in the power of technology to be able to self-police itself and solve some of the social issues that a lot of the stuff that we do, the side effects that we see in a way. Right. So awesome. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you, Caesar, for your time today. It's it was awesome talking to you and uh, seeing your perspective and uh, sharing with our audience uh, what they can expect, which is uh, you know quite far-reaching, right? Nobody thinks about who's powering and how do these devices, uh, the internet devices that we see all around us, uh, are going to stay juiced up. Uh, Yeah, thank you you very
2: much. I mean, we are at a very exciting point in time. Uh, We're seeing the, the finally a convergence of communications and power. We are removing that last wire. And as we go and develop more technologies, what you will see is you will see more devices beyond IoT, bigger devices, much more complex devices. And one important thing I did not mention is that now artificial intelligence plays a tremendous role on being able to actually power devices because we're gonna make those devices even smarter than they are today. So thank you. Very
1: cool. Very cool. Very cool. I'm looking forward to it. And best of luck in everything. And best of luck to you and Energis. I cannot wait to see the technology all around me. I I have definitely applications that I can use it today. It's
2: great. Thank you you very much. And it's always a pleasure talking to Dear Fuel Alliance and you personally. Take care.